Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, November 10th. U.S. equity futures are mixed to unchanged, so S&P futures are flat. You have NASDAQ futures down 30 points. It's about 20 basis points. And then Dow futures are up 55 points or about 15 basis points. In Europe, the major indices are getting hit hard. They're off about 70 to 80 basis points. Pretty broad selling in Europe. Seeing underperformance in luxury stocks along with autos, basic resources. And then outperformers in Europe include energy, telecom, and insurance. And then if you look at Asia, uh, the major indices saw selling for the most part. The Nikkei fell about 25 basis points. The Hang Seng fell 1.7%. Shanghai Comp fell about 50 basis points. Um, Taiwan fell about 40 basis points. So, you know, I think markets are kind of digesting yesterday afternoon. So, you had markets, uh, US equities were not doing a whole lot. You had the 30 year auction at one o'clock. That was sloppy. And then you had Powell's remarks at two o'clock. Um, and then you saw the reaction uh, lower both in treasuries and stocks. So, you know, regarding Powell, the message overall was consistent with what he said um, back during the press conference on Wednesday. You know, I think the market has a tendency to kind of move very aggressively. So, pricing out rate hikes, I think, is pretty fine. I don't think the Fed honestly has a big problem with that. But to immediately then pivot and start pricing in cuts, um, you know, in the opening months of, of 2024, it's probably a step too far for the Fed. Um, they are not entirely comfortable that inflation is on the right track. They want to see more data, understandably. Um, you know, they're going to be very late in pivoting. They were very late in pivoting in a hawkish direction, exiting the pandemic, and they're going to do the same on 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 the uh, on, a, on a more dovish direction. So, you know, again, if you kind of parse the language very closely, it's very consistent with what he said at the press conference. Um, I think, again, though, there is clearly um, an effort by central bankers, both in Europe and in the U.S to prevent markets from getting aggressive and pricing in rate cuts so soon in 2024. Um, but I think, again, the writing is on the wall with regards to data and where the economy is heading. There's definitely a cooling taking place in both growth and inflation. So central banks can manipulate the short end of the curve with policy rates, um, but long end of the curve, 10-year yields are going to be dictated by data and the data is supportive of lower yields. So no major economic data this morning, but we had another round of earnings. And and for the most part, companies are, are telling a consistent message about softness. So, you know, just an example of results out since the close yesterday. Capri missed on EPS revenue, cautious comments on demand. Diageo, negative pre-announcement, cautious on demand. Flowers Foods, poor results, poor guidance. Green Dot, cut guidance. Illumina, cut guidance. Smetler Toledo, poor guidance. Richemont, the luxury company uh, out of Europe, stocks getting hit, talked about softening in their September quarter. Trade Desk, stocks down about 30% after the company provided poor guidance. So, you know, we've been dealing with this now for several weeks um, of this earnings season of companies kind of acknowledging a, a slowdown and providing cautious guidance. And so we're kind of ending on the same note. Um, so that's kind of the macro landscape in Washington. You know, I, I the odds of a shutdown seem higher than before just because the Congress is completely deadlocked. You have an inexperienced person as speaker, and you also have that speaker um, who kind of saw what happened to his predecessor when he put a bipartisan bill on the floor. Um, so unclear kind of how how it all uh, 
worked itself out. We're a week away from when um, spending authorization will expire. You know, I don't think a shutdown really is all that important. It's kind of a misnomer. Again, large chunks of the government will stay open. Um, you know, I think the big impact to the market would be preventing the publication of economic data on time if we get to that point. So, you know, we're a week out from it. Um, a lot of headlines overnight and this morning just about how there's no path forward, no plan. Um, you know, the uh, the White House is starting to prepare the various different agencies for a shutdown. So we'll have to see how that unfolds. Um, and that's pretty much it as far as major news. The calendar today is very sparse. There are not any big earnings on the calendar in the U.S. Uh, you do get the latest Michigan sentiment survey at 10 o'clock. And then within that, people will be watching the inflation expectations relatively closely. Um, but next week is when things get more interesting. So the CPI on Tuesday will be crucial. You get an, a lot of Chinese data. You get the big APEX summit at which Biden and she will have a meeting. Uh, U.S. government funding expires next Friday. You get the start of the October end earnings season. Um, so Home Depot, Walmart, Target, uh, Macy's are just some of the examples. You get the China September end tech earnings season. So Alibaba, Tencent, and JD are all on the calendar for next week. And that is everything for today, Friday, November 10th. Thank you for listening.